how can you rely on Jesus to help you walk in obedience to his good plans, including for sex? Hey there, I'm Andrew Stevens, and this is Unlocked, your daily key to unlocking God's word in your life. We're going to take a look at the book of Song of Songs, or Song of Solomon, for our devotion today. This one was written by Taylor Ising, and is called Love Stories. The book of the Bible called Song of Songs is confusing. It uses all kinds of metaphors and imagery that make no sense to us 21st century readers. And to make it more confusing, scholars have argued about how we should read Song of Songs for centuries. Is it a love song between husband and wife? Is it all a metaphor for God and Israel? Or for Christ and the church? Most scholars believe that on some level, it's all three. But it's primarily a love song between a husband and wife, celebrating the goodness of sexual love, marriage, and desire. So if it's primarily a love song, what's it doing in the Bible? Song of Songs belongs in the Bible because sexual love, marriage, and desire are all good gifts from God. They're an innate part of the way he designed us. We are wired for intimacy. Sexual love is a powerful thing. It drives the husband and wife in Song of Songs to run all over town, searching for each other. They describe one another's beauty in a long series of metaphors that don't make a lot of sense to most modern-day readers. But these metaphors, mostly mentioning gardens, precious jewels, and expensive perfumes, point to the bounty found in Eden in Genesis 1 and 2, where the goodness of God's creation was unmarred and in full bloom. And these good gifts point us back to God's goodness, which is revealed in Jesus. The strong desire demonstrated by the husband and wife in Song of Songs echoes Jesus' strong desire to live in union with his people, the church. He loved the church so much that he became human to live a perfect life on our behalf and take our sin upon himself on the cross. Then he rose again to defeat sin and death so we can live in union with him forever when he returns. And in the meantime, he sends his Holy Spirit who lives inside every believer and constantly reminds us of God's pursuing, never-ending, ridiculous love for us. So. While Song of Songs is primarily a human love story, it points to God in the same way that every love story does. Sexual love in marriage is a beautiful gift, and its beauty is only an echo of the beauty of the giver. So let's talk about this. What are some questions going through your mind right now? God designed sex for marriage as a way for husband and wife to show how they have given their whole selves to each other completely, freely, and faithfully. This union points to how Jesus has completely freely and faithfully given his whole self to his bride, the church. And because Jesus loves us so much, he offers forgiveness of any sin. If you've sinned sexually, how could it be freeing to lay these sins at Jesus' feet and rest in his grace? How can you rely on him to help you walk in obedience to his good plans for sex? For an unmarried person seeking to follow God's plan for sex, sexual desire may not feel like a blessing. In fact, it may feel more like a curse. God has created us with sexual desire, and that's a good thing. But Satan can take this good gift and twist it for evil purposes, tempting us to lust and misuse God's good gifts. If you wrestle with these feelings, talk to Jesus about them. You can talk to him about anything. He isn't embarrassed to talk about sex. He invented it. 
in addition to talking to God, who's a trusted Christian you could talk to as well? As you and I can read in Ephesians chapter 5, verses 31 and 32, as the scripture says, a man leaves his father and mother and is joined to his wife, and the two are united into one. This is a great mystery, but it is an illustration of the way Christ and the church are one. Now, I'd encourage you to read in your Bible Genesis chapter 2, verses 4 through 25, as well as Song of Songs chapter 8, verses 6 through 7, to help keep God's Word alive in your life. Unlocked is a service of Keys for Kids Ministries. Do you have younger siblings that might enjoy something like Unlocked, but geared just for them? If so, check out our Keys for Kids devotionals at keysforkids.org. Also, be sure to check back tomorrow because Emily is going to take a look at what it really means to be forgiven. But until then, I'm Andrew, encouraging you to live life unlocked, opening the door to God in your life. Thank you.